Strong Dads wants to thank Quality Auto Mart for joining us as a sponsor. Quality Auto Mart was born in 1985. They are owned and operated by Mark and Nancy Repke. Quality Auto Mart provides all the services, repairs, and maintenance for your vehicle's needs with a three-year auto parts and labor warranty. They offer complimentary vehicle safety inspection and estimates. Also, they offer a shuttle service and the fourth oil change is always on them. They are located at 7307 on State Road 46 in Batesville, Indiana. Make sure you give them a call at 812-934-2301. Welcome to Strong Dads. Hey, this is Merle Hutchinson coming at you again. One more week. So we are in the fifth week, the fifth week of the stories, the parables of Christ. And uh, hopefully these are making some sense to you. You might be going, why, why, are, they, why are they doing this? Well, hey, we wanted to make just kind of a summer series, and we said at the beginning of this year that we really felt like we wanted to dig deeper into God's Word, and more specifically, like the words of Christ. And we, we've talked uh, in several of these episodes about how um, sometimes religion and Christ really kind of get muddled together. And people get a bad experience with religion or with church, and they right away throw the baby out with the bot with the water, which in this case the baby happens to be baby Jesus. And so they go, you know, I'm done with that. And next thing you know, they start creating other sort of forms of religion, whether it's their own new age sort of thing, or they kind of pull from one denomination and another denomination and another idea and, and they kind of create their own little religious sort of thing going on. And and they won't refer to themselves as maybe atheist, but maybe kind of agnostic or just sort of um, some eclectic um, um, religious sort of approach. And so what we're trying to do this summer with our series is say, let's just look at the words of Christ. Let's just see if he is who he says he is, if he is Jesus Christ and then claims to be the son of God, and then we know that God is perfect. And so if this is the case, he makes some crazy bold statements, you know, statements about being God and, and these kinds of things. And like, you know, the I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody gets to the Father except through me and that he is the truth. You know, all of these different things these are huge statements. They're not just sort of kind of statements. These are big statements. And so we decided, let's just go after his word. And one of the great places to go after his word or his teachings are in these parables. Because the the, the cool thing about a parable is that it, it, it speaks to how Christ wants to relate to who is, whoever his audience is. And so he would probably not be telling the exact type of parables today because there are cultural differences. Maybe he would do something that had an analogy or a link to computers or maybe to driving cars, which there were not a whole lot of cars back in the days of Jesus. You know, but he would use different sort of uh, connectors or associations that we call metaphors so that people would go, oh yeah, like I, I can understand that. And so um, what we want to do is see what these messages are that he was speaking to the people, people of his time. All right. And then pull out the nugget. Like what is the nugget? Uh, well, this is really what he's getting to. 
Okay, so we're going to get into our fifth parable or the fifth week of these parables. And today we're doing which is sometimes people just blow right over this parable. But I think it's kind of an interesting parable because once again, I have found myself guilty of this one. Okay, this is the parable of the two sons, the two sons. Now, these are not this is not the story of the prodigal son. All right. This is the story of the two sons. So I'm going to get into that in just a second. I want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank um, the Quality Auto Mart and also Casey's Outdoor Solutions. So we want to thank those guys for sponsoring the Strong Dads podcast show. So for all of your landscape needs or your, your car needs, please go check those guys out. All right. So let me read the parable of the two sons. Okay. This is out of Matthew 21 verses 28 through 32. So really short. It won't take long here at all. Okay. Verse 28, so what do you think? There was a man who had two sons. So remember, this is Christ speaking. He says, what do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and he went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. And he answered, I will, sir but he didn't go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did, and even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. Oh, wow, what the heck is this one about? All right, so I'll ask you maybe the question, which son are you? Are you the son that when your father would ask you to do something and your impulse might be, no, I'm not doing that. But then later you kind of thought about it and you're like, eh, all right, whatever, I'll go do it. And you actually go do it. Or are you the son who on the surface wants to say the right things and look good and avoid the conflict with your father and say, hey, uh, sure, dad, I'll go out to the vineyard and work. And then uh, you get a better plan. And you go chase that. And you never show up at the vineyard to do any work. Which one are you? And so he's calling out here these people who are saying in word who they are. Oh, we're good people. Oh, we're church followers. Oh, we want to be, you know, righteous. And, and, and we don't want to be uh, doing things that aren't wrong. At least that's what we're going to say. But we find that our flesh sort of outweighs what our spirit does. And so we go ahead and we chase the flesh, even though our mouth said that we were going to go work for the Father. Guys, man, you know, I don't know about you. Uh, I have said many times, I'm a Christian, I've, I go to church, uh, but many times I've um, done what I wanted to do rather than the right thing to do. Whether it's shortcutting a job somewhere or having a bad attitude about something or just flat out dropping the ball on on something and so to sit there and look at you and go oh yeah i got it covered but not following through that is the type of hypocrisy that's being called out here by christ you would be better off to say no you're not doing this 
church work, but yet in your heart you go, you know what? This is worthy. This is something I do want to do and dig in and start doing it. And so I think there's several, you know, things here that really come to mind. And it's just the the power of the flesh. You know, maybe I didn't have the intention of blowing off the work at the vineyard. So I said, yeah, I'll go do it. Like, you know, I had the intention of being a good guy. And, and so I, I do all the right churchy things. But then I get distracted. You know, I get attracted by something of my flesh. Man, it'd be a lot more fun to go out and, you know, uh, go do something I like to do or go hang out with some other people or even work on a project around the house. In other words, my flesh starts to outweigh what I committed to because the spirit, the spirit didn't convict me or I didn't allow it to convict me in that way, all right? So that's definitely one thing that can come to play here, the power of the flesh. Um, it's also how we can find ourselves trying to please others by just telling them. Have you ever had one of your own kids that you ask them to do something and they go, okay, yeah, dad, I got that. And then you come out later and they haven't even touched it, all right? And then you kind of lose your mind on them. Why didn't they touch it? Well, a better offer came along and they didn't want to fight you in the, in the short term. They were just going to tell you what your old ears wanted to hear and that made it peaceful and easy so they could go slide out the back door and go do their own thing. So sometimes we, we say things that we're not going to follow through with to avoid conflict. I also think at the end of the day, your actions speak a whole lot louder than your words. I mean, the guy that said, no, I'm not going to go work, but then he comes back and he just does the work, that catches the, the farmer's attention. He's like, oh, well, I didn't even think I could count on him. And now look at that. I can actually count on him. He's actually helping out. Versus the guy that told me he was going to do something and he bails out on me. And so now I don't trust his word. Yeah, you told me you were going to do something, but you didn't do it at all. And so that only not only is a, a breakdown in the, the word, but it breaks the trust of the relationship. And finally, at the end of the day, um, you know, we, we really have to look at what work we are doing. Are we doing just our work because it's of us? Or are we really working to do something bigger than us? And, and that would be servant, uh, servanthood and, and the work of, of Christ. And so sometimes it's just, you know, I don't even see what needs to be done um, in, in the kingdom and, and for the service of others. I just see everything through my own eyes. So anyway, that's kind of this parable here. And, and so this is not probably a matter of just like you're either one or the other. It really depends on my day. But what it says is how fickle we can be depending on the day, depending on what's pulling on me, whether it's the flesh or the spirit. And so this is a parable where it's time to just really match so much better our words and our actions and be who we say we are, all right? So I hope that this parable makes some sense to you. I hope it gives you a little something to think about and challenge you. And hopefully you'll just drill down a little bit and understand um, maybe the inconsistencies and how you can make them more consistent in your own walk. All right. 
So if there's anything that we can do to help you here at Strong Dads, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can get me at 812-576-7625. Check us out on the web at rocksolidfamilies.org. Um, you know what? Just reach out. I, I've got guys reaching out all the time that uh, sometimes, you know, life's just throwing a bunch of garbage at them and they don't really, they don't know what to do, what to, you know, how to handle it. And sometimes just... Uh, having an opportunity to just run a few things by someone, it makes for a good filter. So feel free to reach out anytime. And I want to um, just take the time to to thank you guys who have been listening now. And it, we are getting ready to start in our fifth season here in about another month. And so I uh, just want to thank you guys for sharing the show, for giving us five-star ratings. I mean, we just greatly appreciate that. So anyway... Uh, that's all I got for you. Go out there and be a strong dad. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Casey's offers a wide selection of plants, landscaping materials, home and garden decor, and gifts for every occasion. Casey's is committed to providing exceptional service, a unique shopping experience, and value to every customer. Stop in and see what makes Casey's so unique. Located at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, or call 812-537-3800. Let Casey's help you add beauty to your home.